episode of Meet Me in the Middle. Feels I'm good to be Sandra back. Feels good to be back. Oh, and I'm Hunter York. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sorry. We're just a little rusty. Don't worry about it. We're just a little rusty. It's Not been me. A bit I'm fully in. Fully, fully incorporated. Fully in. Uh, you oh, are, I'm in form. I'm in right? form. You're in form. Huh? In form yeah. and informed. There we go. And here we go. Jumping right into the sports talks. That's how Rona. people refer to this. The Rona. Oh, the so Rona in sports. Starting off with Rona, the the Rona coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Uh, we will stop there. We'll refer to it by a scientific name only to avoid any sort of partisanship. Coronavirus or COVID nineteen and sports. There you go. You you handled that beautifully. It but makes no, them it, terrible. It's been... It makes them terrible. Let's go with that. I'll start there. I'll go out on Lynn. So you're gonna, you're gonna, terrible. you're gonna stick with that right there. You're gonna stick with that take. Um, no, I won't, because I think it has been handled uh, to varying degrees of to varying degrees of success. The NBA has done the bubble. It's made their games weird, but it has been successful because they they had no infections while in while in the bubble. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. And then like when MLS had the. MLS's back tournament or whatever, whoop-de-doo, that was terrible. Like, I don't think they had many, um, <clears throat> excuse me, infections either, but it was just, I mean, no one was in shape. Nobody was ready to play. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you saw some of that in the NBA, but, you know, I think as time got adjusted there, mm-hmm. I think you started seeing some higher level basketball, which we thought, but it, it it's got to be weird for those guys that, you know, you have a routine, mm-hmm. especially veterans for years. And then it's just like, Hey, go stay in a hotel room for three you know months? 20 hours a day for three months and play basketball. When we tell you, I will say that, that of the sports, I would say, as far as the comparison between sports and uh, sports, soccer and basketball, it would be harder to stay in shape for soccer than it would be for basketball just because of, I mean, you can sub in and out of a basketball game as much as you want. Of course, you don't want to do that because of rotations and things like that. But soccer really did get hampered by this. One, it, it congested the sports schedule to a significant degree. So MLS, which already struggles for a spotlight or any sort of exposure was just <laughs> I had forgotten that they even had like a welcome back soccer tournament. Uh, I mean, and even now they're, I mean, I guess they're going, but we have, we currently have basketball, football, we're talking about NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS, NHL. I think, I think the NHL is going on right now, but they're all going on at the same time to varying degrees of, of, of playoff. I mean, we have, the MLS is currently going through. No, the MLB is currently going through their playoffs. We're in the midst of the NBA Finals. The NFL is already a quarter over. Their season's already a quarter over. Four, I mean, it's four games, but still, you know, it's you yeah. Know. It, it's been weird how much it's it snuck up on us, you know, because we went for so long without having anything, any sports, anything, and we were like, 
I'd watch whatever. I mean, Korean baseball was like huge in America for like a week, you know, because they're like, they're playing. So got to get up at 2 a.m. and watch. Uh, I was a big fan of the DC Dinos. Dinos? Big fan. Yeah. Like a di- not like a dinosaur, though. No, like a dinosaur. That's cool. We need more yeah, dinosaur well, masks. Hence well, why I'm players. a diehard fan. Diehard. Couldn't name a single guy on their team, but the dinos. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be weird seeing moving forward what each league will do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, most places are already opening back their stadiums to like, I mean, most of them will be at like 50% by the end of this month or next month. Well, I did and, see I did see that the Packers have, they said they're going fanless for the rest of the year. They they just announced that because of the resurgence of COVID in in Wisconsin, so that's that's a big thing. I'm not sure. Do you think they put that up for a vote in in Green Bay since like the community owns the team, or do you think the the president of the team just said, "Yep, this is what we're doing"? Because I, I think Aaron Rodgers just doesn't want to deal with fans. I mean, that's obviously true. But I also think that if they put it up for a vote, they might not like the outcome. I have a feeling that the Green Bay. The fans of Green Bay might want to be in the stadium a little bit this season. Yeah, and I think that's just jumping the gun. I mean, it's basically like the Big Ten saying, hey, we're the first major conference to cancel football because we want safety for our players. And then they saw, oh, the SEC's doing all right. Oh, we're going to come back. And for Lambeau, it's an outdoor stadium. So that's already one – advantage that you have for Lambeau Field that you don't have for other places like Lucas Oil downtown for the Colts that's an indoor stadium so I mean there's of course a huge amount of air already in there so it's basically like being outside but still Lambeau Field is outdoor you could very easily go one section at a time even one row within the one section and still have people socially distanced entirely in the stadium so I guess they're just going to bite the bullet for it and think that everybody's going to going to watch from home, but it's going to be a big hit as far as income is concerned for the team. Yeah, I mean that's what I, I I meant by my point too of like, I mean the Big Ten and the Pac-12. I don't want to just single out the Big Ten, but they they lost a ton of money already mm-hmm. because they canceled at least five weeks of football. Because right. I think they're going to do seven games. Uh, I thought Pac-12 was seven. Big Ten was nine in conference. It could be. Wrong. Oh, okay. Well, I got to tell you, I, you know, a little bit off topic. I kind of like the conference only stuff because SEC. I mean, Ole Miss is playing teams we hardly ever play, mm-hmm. and it's and it's every game means something a little bit extra. Right, so cause... it's been it's been more fun seeing that. Granted, I would love to have four guaranteed wins against, like, mm-hmm. Northwest Louisiana Tech. Grambling State. No, they're not bad. Hey, they're not bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, I mean, why, that's, why you, that's why you put them on your schedule, because they're not bad. Wink, they're wink. Not, they're not bad. They compete within the SWAC. There you go, the Southwest Athletic Conference. Hey, right. bingo. Good on you for figuring that out. Hey, that one was easy to figure out. MEAC or whatever that one is. I think that's the Mid-East Atlantic Conference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The MEAC. There's other ones that are weird. There are quite a few that are weird. Like, where but, is the Big Sky uh, uh, Conference? Where is it? 
I think it's supposed to be like that Idaho, Wyoming yeah, kind of region. It's, if in your imagination, that is where it is. Because like it's it's places where there's not skylines. I'm pretty sure it's like mountains are your skyline in the Big Sky Conference. I think that's what it basically boils down to. Hey, I, I mean, I just realized how much land I just said. Yeah, that little that region, that region Wyoming like to Idaho, Idaho, Wyoming, uh, North and South Dakota. You know, like that little chunk. It's, oh, that's the like a thousand miles across. It's just cool. massive. A thousand miles across. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Well, I I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, since you're a wolves guy. I'm a wolves guy. It's you know, up, up the wolves. You're diehard wolves guy. Right off the bat, our third kids this year are sweet. That's what I think. I think you are one. Oh, are they the ones that look like a they're, Portugal? They're the, they're the red ones, yeah. The red ones are yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty nifty. Yeah, I mean, your whole team's basically Portuguese. So it makes Why sense. Not? Why not? Hey, just make them feel at home. But this past weekend, mm-hmm. I, I watched Man City play to a draw against Leeds United, and I thought, hmm. oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I was mad at how we played. I was mad. At, and then the next day comes, United gets smacked. And I think by Tottenham. And then Liverpool get beat seven to two, so it's like, okay, yep, that is everyone's both not correct. playing well. Tottenham, everyone's not six playing one. Well. Aston Villa, Aston Villa beat Liverpool seven two. Yeah, just crazy results. Not not exactly what you would anticipate, uh, if you're not aware. That is a shocking result on both accounts. Well, I. I had kind of come into this season thinking it's going to be more like a traditional Premier League season where everyone kind of beats up on each other, you know, and there's always the surprising upsets because the last, I mean, three or four seasons in Mm -hmm. a row, I mean, City or Liverpool have scored like 90 plus points. Right. Or a hundred in the case of of Man City 201. Except for, except for that season where they where they scored over a hundred points, so you're you're looking more along the lines of a couple teams around seventy at the end and actually have actually having an interesting title race this year. Well, yeah, I think because of business done in the transfer window, mm-hmm. I think Chelsea have a legitimate shot to be very good. I think Tottenham are always kind of it's hard to put them up there because. If they don't sustain injuries, mm-hmm. they are very good. However, Tot- when Harry Kane's out, right? I mean, they don't really have a goal scoring option. I mean, maybe Hyungmin Son, but yes. last year he was hurt, right? As well as Harry Kane, so it was like both your options. Tottenham um, is, is perpetually almost all uh, is almost there. They're all perpetually almost there. Just yeah, like, so close. almost like they're almost. They're almost, almost there. It's very close. But you can never... They're always going to be, you know, sixth through fourth. Somewhere in there. That's where they've right. been for a long time. And and like you said, if they pick up any injuries, you can very easily see them drop off a little bit for a couple of a couple of weeks or maybe even a month or so. Uh, but, but, you know, it's it, it does look like a shake-up. I mean, Everton is currently top of the table. Give it time. With a perfect, with a perfect four out of four wins. 
So uh, that's definitely I mean, you interesting. Never, I, I say give it time, but however, I mean, just Western City won the title exactly a couple years ago. Just give it time; they'll come. They'll come back down to everybody else. Well, but I mean, legitimately, I mean, I hate to say it, but Man United. They look like they could be pretty good again this year. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, of course. Right. I think a lot of people have them slated to have a down year. But, I mean, when you had 99 points or whatever last year, it's very easy to have a down year. Um, I don't know how to feel about City this year. Man, there, there were some glaring needs this year. In the in the win- transfer window that City needed to fill, I think we didn't fill any of them. <laughs> I mean, it was good to have two more center backs, mm-hmm. which which is fine, but I don't know why we brought in two when we only sold one because we sold Otamendi in the deal that brought us Ruben Diaz from Benfica, mm-hmm. and we signed Nathan Ake. Uh, I think he's 24, 25 English center back. Yep. Um, uh, and I think from the Netherlands. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is from the Netherlands. Sorry. He he's a he counts as a homegrown because he came through Chelsea's academy, oh, I believe. Okay. Um, so, because I thought we would bring two center backs in if we also got rid of John Stones. Mm-hmm. But he stayed. So now we have almost too many center backs. We really only have one natural left back, and he's hurt all the time in Benjamin Mindy. Um, (laughs) Alexander Zinchenko, I mean, people forget the only reason he plays left back is because we were short a left back. So he had to go there. And even before that, we were using another makeshift left back with Bobby and Delph, who was another center mid. Yeah. So City have been desperately needing a left back for at least three, four years, and they ignored it again. Um, there, there were links to a guy at Ajax named Tagliafica, an Argentine. Mm. I think he would have been fine. I don't know too much about him, but he has a lot of experience. Uh, I think he's 28. And then, of course, for like the 12th window in a row, we were linked with David Alaba. But he's not leaving Bayern. Um, and and I hate it pains me to say it because I'm a huge Sergio Aguero guy. We need a new striker. Dude's old as dirt. Uh, 32 first strikers. It's as old as dirt. Well, the thing that people forget, because at the end of every season, we see his goal tally. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, Whoa, he scored 18 and 22. Yes, he was hurt the other games. Right, right. That quad, so like, that perpetual quad injury he has just keeps him out all the time. Right, so it's like, that's awesome that he scored that many, but then he's not there for two-thirds of a season. And Gabriel Jesus, it's like Pep doesn't trust him enough because mm-hmm. he hardly ever plays in that true number nine. Um. But then right now he's hurt. So it's like, great. We don't even have a natural striker. Um, And City looked like it uh, against Leeds. It looked like we were playing 
I think we had Sterling as a false nine and I love the guy to death, but Sterling should never be a, a false nine or a number nine. He is a winger, mm-hmm. true and true. Um, so I don't know. I mean, obviously we were linked to Messi and it really started to seem real for about yeah. three or four days there when publicly at Barcelona, it was like, oh, Messi's been like, I want out and you better sell me. But then it was like, yeah, but we're not going to sell him. And then Messi's like still upset. So come January, I, I am sure those rumors will pop back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to tell you, I think if City don't win a trophy I, this year, I think Pep's gone. I mean, mm. and that that isn't me saying I want that because, you know, I, I love Pep. I love our playing style with the tiki-taka. But he, I mean, City have become competing for every trophy now. Right. And, I mean, the joke right now is the Carabao Cup is basically our cup, you know, because we've won it so many times. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, if he doesn't win the Premier League or the FA Cup or even compete again in the Champions League, then, I mean, we, we're going to have to bring in somebody who can because, I mean, the whole selling point of Pep was he's won a Champions League. Mm-hmm. So... For me, it's it, it's like I, I, he's not on borrowed time, but the the clock is starting. He's to on tick. thin ice. He's not on borrowed time, but he's on thin ice. Yeah, I mean, it, okay, it's not thick ice. It's not good enough to skate on. It's not thin enough. He'll fall through at the slightest thing, but it, he's he's nearing towards that spot, or he's gonna fall through. It, it's I don't know how to put it, but he's. He's not going to be fired within, like, if City lose two games this week. They're not going to fire okay. him. But if if we finish, like, third or fourth, I, I think he might be gone. It depends because, I mean, the board got rid of Pellegrini and Mancini, two managers for us who won the title. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, pretty quick. They're like, yeah, okay, let's see ya. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But your wolves, I'll, I'll say your wolves. The you like the third, the away kit is abysmal. I that thing away. is hideous. Let me see this. It's like white, with almost looks like a koi pond blue pattern throughout the just the body. And then when you get to the sleeves, it's white and orange. It is real bad. Oh, that is, uh, huh? Yeah, that's that's definitely a look. Apart from West Brom's like, away uh, kit, almost looks like acid-stained jeans. You know the, the yeah, it looks jeans. terrible. <laughs> it's a it's an impressionistic sky. It's uh, yeah, not not something that I would look at. Boy, but that's a good red. I do like that third kit. Mm. I'm not, hey, I'm not a red. I'm not a red fan generally. I think it looks good. City's kits are uh, all right. I mean, the away kit's got a lot of praise, but like I, I kind of like our home kit more because it's got like the mosaics, which are big in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Which, and I like the third kit, kind of that paisley. 
the the white and the pink. And I like it. It even though on on pitch it just kind of looks white, but uh, I mean I like it. I like it a lot. I th- I think Puma could have done worse, which they did last year with our Sunrise third kit. Thing was horrible, but horrible. Um. Yeah, I mean, football football's back. EPL's back. NBA Finals are on, which I will admit I have hardly watched. But it is good to actually have sports back now. Um, yeah. I mean, had pay- you told that, me the Heat would be in the final, that Paisley's weird. You don't like it? Oh, I'm I just saying like it's it. weird. It's very unique, which is a very Puma thing to do. I, you know, I gotta say, I, I do like the away kit uh, with like the the black like a and bronze. bronze. Yeah, black and bronze with like some blue. I don't even know what you would call that pattern. Kind of, kind of uh, uh, like the like the Scottish sweater. I guess. what is that called? Uh, a sweater. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a specific. The pattern has a name, and I cannot recall what it is. I'll think of it here in a minute. Um, that, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'll I'll shout it out when I remember, and it'll be a total non sequitur. Uh, anyways, yeah, Heat being in the finals, uh, that is definitely surprising. Uh, I was very uh, I was upset when the Pacers were swept by the Heat, but then they like almost swept everybody else. <laughs> so you know, at that point, you're like, okay, I guess we got the hot team uh, going in the first round. We were gonna face them either way. Like I think we we beat them on the last day of the quote unquote regular season. Uh, to get fourth, so we got home field advantage. Uh, a ton of good that did us when we got swept, but you know. And I mean, home court advantage in the bubble. Yeah, like, so much home court advantage in the bubble. Uh, it's yeah, that's that is one thing that the bubble has done. It's it's much more an even playing field, obviously, because it's all literally done on neutral court, and the NBA cannot pump in like a home stadium sound because that will be the NBA being impartial. I know that the, uh, the actual sound, the NBA. Yeah. The soundboard is actually run by the specific player, uh, the team's team, like their uh, electronics crew, their, their crew, but they can't, you know, they can't pump in extra crowd noise during the heat's uh, free throws when it's quote unquote, a Lakers home game. Well, I, I think I, I saw someone describe it as they thought thought it was more like an NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. However, to me, it's almost felt more like uh, what's that tournament on ESPN? TBT, the basketball tournament. Oh, oh, that three like, v three tournament. No, it's five five v five, but it's like all the guys oh, are I'm like either the, former players. I think I'm thinking of the and one tournament. Or whatever that oh, is. Wow. And uh, one mixtape, huh? Uh, no, I, you know, I think it might actually feel a little bit more like those preseason college basketball ones that take place in the Bahamas because it's like a very... No, those are in the season. Those those count. Oh, okay. Well, the, you know, the early season then, uh, like the ones that take place in the Bahamas because it's a very always a very small, sti- like uh, basically a high school gym and there's like 20 people in the stands. It almost looks the exact same as, as what's going on now. Just those people are zoomed in from all over the place. Well, I, I think you're right. I think it's so weird because like 
you know, it, it's like when Kentucky plays in the Old Spice Invitational mm-hmm. or whatever, and Maui it's at Disney. No, no, you know, Maui, you know, you get a decent crowd. I mean, it's like a high school gym crowd, but mm-hmm. like they pack it in there normally. Right. But it's like you go to the Old Spice Invitational and it's like 20 of your closest friends and family right. watching you destroy Duquesne. And it's like, this just feels odd watching Kentucky here. Right. And that's kind of how it felt this whole time for me where I'm like, I know it counts, but it kind of feels like it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to steal, to steal a quote, if LeBron wins, it doesn't count this year. You know, well, it when doesn't LeBron count. Wins anything, because it it's set up. Really count. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't want LeBron to win. But they're totally going to win because Anthony Davis is really good at basketball. The, the only question is if they will give LeBron the in, NBA MVP this year or if it will go to uh, KD, not KD, uh, to a- AD, Anthony Davis. Do you think, hot take here, I think that if AD wins it, LeBron will give his blessing for no reason to make it seem like he was like, yes, I could have won it, but I let AD win. That was part of the deal to get him to LA. If, like, no, if he LeBron, doesn't that's win, not how that works. If he doesn't win, that's what he'll say, but he will be so mad, I think, inside. He will be very angry. Because uh, oh, he, he was mean, apparently quite upset with the results of the M- MVP voting from this, this year. Um, you know, it is very interesting, LeBron's history with the MVP, because... You could argue that for the major, the vast majority of his career, specifically the nine straight seasons that he went to the NBA Finals, he could have very easily been MVP. Uh, yeah. But there was that there was that that first year early on where I think they gave it to. Well, D Rose won one from yes, him. Yes, yes, it was the year that D Rose won it, and we're like really this should be LeBron's, but we're going to give it to D. Rose instead just to kind of spread the love. And that basically gave the NBA writers an out every year. Like, well, you know, we don't have to give it to LeBron if everybody's heaping all this praise on him. When, you know, he really was. You take him off of those teams and they don't win. You know, I think his, his for a lot of those seasons, his... Uh, his Over his, under. His wins added, I think that is the stat. But they're like 13 and a half games more they win because he's on the team, which is a lot. Um, Tartan. Tartan is the, t- I think it would be the, the pattern of the Scottish sweaters that I was oh, thinking wow. of. Oh, yeah. wow. Great. Um, the, fitting that right in there with LeBron James. Right talk. in there. Uh, and, and, and of course, it's a non circuiter, so I kind of forget where I was. But LeBron, uh, you know, I. It will be interesting to see how many more finals he can get under his belt before he retires uh, the year after his he plays with his son as a rookie on the Lakers. I mean, I think it's it's so funny that we've all just gone like, so when Bronny comes in the league, mm-hmm. LeBron will still be here at least for a year. And the, and the Lakers, who are like, they finish 12th in the West, but they somehow uh, get the number one seed in the totally impartial lottery system. Uh, well, it was like when I think the NBA, like the only reason that Zion is not on the Knicks is because the NBA realized at the very last thing, they're like, oh, 
we probably shouldn't make it that obvious. Because it was like the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Grizzlies got second and got Morant. But it was like the Knicks were like whatever percent chance to get him. And it was like, oh, there's three teams left. Well, it's not going to be the Pelicans who get the number one pick. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the Knicks, they're not getting Zion. Because, I mean, it would have – I mean, I think everyone and their brother knew the NBA wanted it because mm-hmm. it was like, hey, big name player, big market. Let's Who make it happen. they're terrible? That hasn't well, ever stopped them before. I, I think – you know, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with that. With There has always been that kind of LeBron James, well, we have to pick someone else because we could give it to him nearly every year. Right, right. And it's like, I'm not a LeBron fan in that way, but it's like, I think he does have the, the right to gripe about that sometimes because it's mm-hmm. like, I, can, I remember the first year, what was it, Giannis? Did Giannis? Ya- is that last year? With or him. whenever Giannis kind of mm-hmm. exploded on him, won MVP, it was like, well, LeBron probably could have won two. Mm-hmm. It's, and nearly every time he's not won the MVP, you're going, well, it, it, he does have better stats. Except for last year where he was hurt for the most part. Like He, he doesn't need to win it that year. No, he wasn't hurt. He was just getting rest for this year's bubble. Resting up. <laughs> oh, he knew the Rona was coming. Oh, he sh- stay woke. Stay woke. Stay NBA woke in China. Stay woke. But I, I don't want the Lakers to win, but they're well, going no, I to. I never, I never root for the Lakers. They, they, we lost to them in our only NBA Finals appearance in two thousand. It's not a I, very I, good matchup. We get lost to Shaq and Kobe. Like that's hard to beat. Well, like, the Lakers fans are always like, oh, woe is me. Like, we haven't been good since Kobe. Kobe's been retired. RP, he hasn't been retired that long. Like, no. Like, you guys think you have it bad? Try being a Grizzlies fan. Mm-hmm. When we celebrate getting into the playoffs. That's right. That's that's being a Grizzlies fan. Or a Pacers fan where you're like, Hey, we, we almost beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times. Guys, we're better than mediocre this year. That's a win. Exactly. And there and but Lakers fans, well, we haven't been we've struggled. Oh poof. A boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. The rich get richer. And they're going to somehow get let's throw out Kyrie's going back with LeBron this no, summer. No. Something's happening. Think- I don't think either one of them want to work together anymore. That did, I mean, that did not yeah. end exactly well, I would say, with the uh, Cavaliers. It wasn't exactly a merry separation. Well, the Cavaliers have been... A garbage uh, just, organization for forever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, even when LeBron was, like, a rookie there, it was like, oh, he he doesn't like the owner. And everyone knew it. And right. It's like it's only gotten worse. Oh, do we want to talk about some video games, bro? Do we? Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and make it a smooth transition. So we'll start with FIFA 21. It is yes. Out so now. technically, it came out today. So at you know midnight Eastern. Uh huh. So I've I've played a little bit. 
I play I played some today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big career mode guy, right? Which is you know I like always like bringing up the young talent, making a profit on them. If if you bring them in for the use or you know you have an injury crisis, you have to do something with it. Uh, career mode, they they made some changes, mm-hmm. and and I don't want to discredit those because I do think some of them were really good. Uh, they really updated development of players. Like you can say you, you know, are short a left back like city. You could train, you know, a left footed center back or a right, a right back to be a left back, you know, but it really? will take time, you know, okay. for them to, you know, it'll give you so many weeks. I mean, if you want to be ridiculous, it'll say like, however many weeks if you're like you're like hey i want to make my goalkeeper a striker they're like yeah i don't think that's ever happening you know it's but it's like if it's if you have a center back who's you know better on the ball and you're short a cdm make him a cdm Mm -hmm. and it takes like three or four weeks or whatever um i think they've nailed that i thought that was a great inclusion Mm -hmm. um and they make it where you basically have to play the training stuff now where like if you do the drill and get an a once mm-hmm. then from now on you can simulate it and you'll always get an a okay. it'll always be your best score so good that i think the gameplay also feels more realistic mm-hmm. I, I think you know it's never going to be one-to-one but it's like pace actually matters now mm-hmm. a guy's passing like you can feel the difference between a Kevin De Bruyne through ball from a Phil Foden, mm-hmm. you know. There's, there's that part of it's great. You can also like simulate a match by like watching it almost like Football Manager, yeah. Where it's got like the numbers and stuff of the players. It shows them moving, mm-hmm. and you can jump in at any time. And it's pretty flawless. I'll, I say, kudos to them. Like, say it's a crucial free kick three minutes left, you mm-hmm. can jump in and take it, you know, mm-hmm. even if you weren't, you know, going to play. Right. So I, I thought that was a good inclusion. Um, now they used to have that, that sort of thing, not exactly the football manager view, but um, you could jump in mid game. Did they, had they got away from that in recent games? You, yeah. In recent games, it was like you either click simulate mm-hmm. or play. That was it. Visual sim, that's what they used to have. I, I, I'm probably going back to FIFA 06 or something like that. Um, well, that is part of my, I guess, review, too, because there's a couple features they've added mm-hmm. like that that were available in older FIFA games. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me, one of them that it, it irks me so much is, you know, they... One of the big transfer features this year was you can put in a loan to buy. I'm like, well, you used to have that mm-hmm. until like 18. Right. And then it's like now it's like computer teams will, you know, offer you a player swap deal, you know, not just the other way around. Okay. Which I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, not bad. But it's like it's still not very in-depth transfer stuff mm-hmm. like you can get on other games. Ooh. Like my thing was I wanted to have an option where it's like, what if I 
you know, well, I guess two types of transfers. One, a buyback clause. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't, like, say I have a 30 million euro buyback clause on a 22 year old, but he becomes to the point where it's like, maybe they'll want to buy that out, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll want to bring him back. Or it's, you know, I wish that was in it. But also, like, if I sign a young player from a small club, why can't I just loan him back for the season? Because that happens all the time in real life where it's like, yeah, we purchased this guy, but we want to keep him at that club for a year. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like just they're on the right track. Yeah. I what, think. what it sounds like from not having a ton of exposure to these games is that they, there, there was a time where soccer in the United States got very big, very quickly. A lot, lot, a lot of part due to the success of FIFA games, and they tried to make it a more accessible experience. Um, and now they're moving a little bit. But now that they have kind of they brought in these people in those earlier games, they can start to reintroduce a little bit more complexity. That could be way over reading it, but I think that they're probably also trying to grab some of the uh, market share from Football Manager, which is a much more uh, in-depth game, less less. Uh, I mean, there, you can't play a soccer game in Football Manager, really. You can man. It's all about being a manager, not exactly playing it. So they have that going for them. But it sounds like they're trying to grab back some of the people who may have been more interested in developing players and doing things like that uh, that had been lost in recent years. Well, I, I completely agree with that. That it's, uh, you know, guys like me, like I didn't have FIFA twenty. Mm-hmm. until i mean you know when we were all on lockdown like that's when i purchased fifa 20 like mm-hmm. I, it was the first and you know like the craziness of that because every year i'd pre-order it yeah um this year they lured me back in pre-ordered it i don't regret it because i know i'll play a lot mm-hmm. but i i think they've really got to push hard for career mode because they're doing what everyone else is doing where it's like, well, what makes us the most money? FIFA ultimate team, which microtransactions and, and the like, right. You know, buying FIFA points, all of that stuff, low investment, so, high return. It's dumb. And, and that's how it, it, I mean, that mode is obviously well fed. I'll say like, it, it's mm-hmm. a fun game mode. They put a lot of time into it, but I personally don't really play it. Right. Because, you know, mainly you need to be online for it. And I think some of that's like, yeah, it's fun until you play a guy who's just on there to beat you 12 0, because that's all he does all day. So it's like, I think in FIFA 22, they've got to add more in depthness to other modes, like career mode, because there are a lot of people that play it and they've kind of felt left behind the last Mm. few years where it's like, Hey, that's great. I want to get this guy, but he's not ready for my first team. And I mean, I remember back in like FIFA 06 or whatever, where you had a youth team, like you had a under 23 team, Mm -hmm. like that would play against other 20 under 23s. Mm -hmm. Like why'd they get rid of that? Cause you know, there's guys that right now, like I have an 18 year old striker 
who, hey, that's great, but he's sitting behind Sergio Aguero right. and Gabby Jesus. So, and it's not it, like the like it's not like our 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 processing processing power has gone down at all. It's only exponentially increased. So it's it's not a complexity factor that is that is evolved here. Like the game can literally do it. So why not include something like that if you already have some sort of architecture or blueprint from the past? Right. And I think FIFA 21 did just enough, I think, to bring some people back in that have left because it's just enough different that it will it, it will get people back intrigued. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to say, like, on... Uh, when you play career mode, there's a new thing you can switch to two new things on the career mode main menu. One of them is transfer strictness. So if you do strict, it's more like realistic mm-hmm. where like, you know, unless Harry Kane demands a transfer request, you're not going to get him, you know, from Tottenham unless you pay an outrageous fee. Right. Right. You know, like crucial players. You're not going to get like, you're not going to pay any yeah. amount of money to I get mean, Kevin De Bruyne from city. Your favorite thing was always to go just, uh, at least on one of your your times through, would just spend a ton of money and get messy, even though there's no way he was ever going to leave Barca, especially back in the day when they were winning everything. Like, why would he ever leave to go to wherever you were managing? So I think the, I was at, like, Macclesfield Town. Yeah, it was, <laughs> one time it was, truly, it was like Sheffield Wednesday that you were managing, and you somehow got messy to go to Sheffield Wednesday. I just convinced him. That's it. It's, but you know, enough money, and you can convince him. And it, then he spe- was dodging taxes, so he really had to get out of there. So speaking of money, that's another thing. You can start with a buyout. Like, you know, you can do like one million pounds, ten mm-hmm. million pounds. So, like, if you're a lower league team and you want to cheat, mm-hmm. but you know, you can be like, oh, we just got a billionaire owner who gave us all billion dollars gotcha. to spend on players. Like, so they kept kind of the the craziness factor of it, too. Uh-huh. But they also added it to be like, we understand they're more, you know, deal with what you have kind of, mm-hmm. you know, players out there. So it's like, I if I have to give it a rating, if I have to against my, you know, gun against my head, I would say 100 or what? Are we doing like, out of ten? Out of, uh, 10, out of ten. ten, you know, keep it simple. I would say like a six and a half. Okay, so so not great. It, I think it does. Like, if it would just be a re-release of FIFA twenty, it'd be like uh-huh. a four. Right, right. Because FIFA twenty was exactly what nineteen and eighteen were with updated mm-hmm. rosters. Mm-hmm. And slightly I mean, better graphics. Right. Yeah, but barely. I mean, it's like when they show all the 2K engines, they're like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah, he has three more droplets of sweat on him than last year. That doesn't make me want the game. I still don't have a 4K TV. (laughs) Right. So, so much of it, it it just, it is a good game, but it it just feels repetitive. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I could push it up to a seven, but it's like, it felt like they were going to give us so much more Yeah. from like, you know, the trailers and the, the info they put on their site. Like 
we were led to believe that that's this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's coming in the game. Mm-hmm. No, was, that's it. And it was overstated. Like, no, it that's there. Yeah, like they were like, "Oh, you can do so many more types of transfers in the new game." It's like, oh, you instead, can't? Of, instead of three, you can do six. What? No, it's like you can loan, and they can now buy them. Hey, whoa! That's one. Like, hey, great. I mean. We used to be able to do that, right? It's these are so, th- these are things that have happened before. Like, and, and part of that is just the business model. You have to come out with a new game every year, so you can't really be working on that game for very long. So it's right. And what? Do you, and how do you fix that? Beats me. If I knew, if if I knew, then I could be very wealthy because I could just go say how to do it. But I I, I don't know how you do that. I mean, should I save my other video game review for a different pod? Uh, it's the Avengers game. Hold on, let me see where we are. No, we can go ahead. All right, we what well, we have? We've got like two more things. Yeah, this we, and yeah, we're at we're, we're we're at forty-seven. So you know, I'll save it for the next one. We'll okay, we'll wrap we'll, it up by talking about. Then we'll just finish up with this one here. Uh. As you probably are aware, we play and are, as as people of our age often are, fans of Pokemon. Pokey fanatics. Whoa. Okay. Speak like for the, yourself those there. weird kids I in the games that would... play. Yeah, I don't cosplay. Yeah. I do not cosplay. I don't know about what you've gotten into down there in Nashville, but I still don't cosplay. So I am not a Pokey fanatic. Hides the Pikachu costume under his bed. No, I, I, no, no, never. So you know we haven't really spoken about this game at all. Probably Sword and Shield. Um, just real briefly, uh, I think that it was it was a return to form from Sun and Moon, which I, I have probably mentioned before. I thought were abysmal games. I played Sun and Moon. I, I played. Moon, the original, I have Ultra Sun, have not played through it. I just did not like the Alola region. I know that you liked the anime of the Alola region, but I thought that the games and... They, they tried to reinvent too many things and do, introduce too many concepts that I don't think really fit in that universe. Um, specifically, wormholes and alternate dimensions. Seems like a bit of a reach for our Pokemon games. Well, um, the, it, the thing that now they're trying to say is that Oh, that's the other dimension of Pokemon with, like, mega evolutions. And then, like, the one that we grew up with is its own thing. Hmm. And Sword and Shield are in that category. Are in that category because, like, like, okay. Is this, like, a a forum thing? No, this is, I don't know. I could send you links, bro. It is a whole thing. You know, it's... They did introduce that possibility through the the Alola region uh, with wormholes and things like that. Um, but back to the matter at hand, Sword and Shield, I thought the the world was better uh, realized than the game itself. I thought that the mm. wide variety of Pokemon in Sword and Shield was very good. The wild area, very good. Uh, but the story of the game and the 
I mean, character, you barely even call it character development of your side characters was minimal and, and totally a throwaway. I think they were much more interested in, in getting the game to where they thought it should be rather than the story of the game. Well, I completely agree. I thought the game did so much handholding at points where it's like, okay, even if you're holding my hand through this game, this is like the eighth gym. I know what I'm doing right. at this point. But it, I mean, Hop is probably the worst rival ever. I mean, one, he does. He's not even challenging. No. Throughout this, throughout the entire game, I mean. What do we know about him other than that? Hey, my brother's the champ, and we're neighbors. Cool. Which yeah, and it's, it's like, a common trope, but yeah, the, the 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 story elements were just. I I like I I would prefer that they go back to hidden machines being actually used in the game. I do miss that. That is something they got rid of in the Alola region. I didn't understand. I still don't understand it. Why can't I use fly to fly from one place to another? At least in this game, they un- they explained a way why you can do that better than they did in the Alola region, which was just they had, like, you just had a bracelet all of a sudden, and you could do it. And it didn't make any sense. But now you're in the competition as a competitor, and they're trying to get you there. I think that was kind of mentioned in the Alola region, but it makes much more sense here with the cabbie service uh, for the Cor- uh, Corviknights. The Corvin, Corvinite cab, cabbie service uh, made yeah. much more sense here than it did there. And I did not find the Rotom bike to be all that uh, objectionable for, for a mode of transport. I, I think they, like, and they've done it now in the two, well, are going to mm-hmm. in the second pass, in the first DLC, um, Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor. It was all open world like it is mm. in the wild, um, area. wild area, which, yeah. you know, brings my question to it. Okay, if you could do it, why didn't you do it the entire time? Right, right. Because it, it, it's not like the hardware changed. You right. know, it's not a new generation of consoles. It's, it's still the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe they were just kind of being like, eh, let's throw it out there, see how people like it. It's like, what do you mean CL people like it? That's what everyone's been asking yeah. for forever. It's like right. a living world around you. And it I, I agree with you, like during the story, it didn't feel very lived in, you know, the world uh, of the Pokemon. It it just felt like, oh look, you know, there's that mir- mural on the side of the mountain. Cool. And then it's done with it. Like, they don't explain it. Now, I will disagree with you a little bit there. I thought that the that the region had a good amount of character to it, um, but 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 I think that the characters themselves were lacking in 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 realization that they're very two dimensional characters. Uh, I thought that the most exciting portion of the story was Shield Bert and whatever the other guy's name was, who came in after you beat the main storyline, uh, before uh, it, right when you were about to meet the uh, uh, Zamazetta and Zassian. I can't, I don't know if that's how you say their names, but that's how I say them all of a sudden. Uh, I thought that that would be an interesting second act to the game, like an actual story rather than you just being a competitor in the, in the, in the tournaments of the, of the region. But that was like 10 minutes. And then those guys just kind of disappeared <laughs> very, yeah. very abruptly. And I was like, Oh, that's really disappointing. 
Um, and then well, at first I thought they would be part of a DLC because I'm like, yeah, hey, these guys are literal descendants from yeah, you know the the first king, and it's like, whoa, okay. Very, I thought that would be very interesting. <laughs> and then going into Isle of Armor suffered from the same sort of things like you were saying. It had what we wanted in the for the game as far as function is concerned, where it was all dual do, dual joystick free camera action, but there was nothing to the DLC as far as the story goes. Like you just, you Oh yeah. The like, story was there. I, I texted you that after I finished it, I was like, I just finished this in like three hours. If that, and that's cause I like just sat down and played. Right. You, rather than going around and like exploring the region, you just actually played through the story and you, know, you just kind of finish it. And you're like, Oh, I guess I'm left with this cool area. But uh, nothing to do, really. I mean, all they really did was add basically a you don't have to pay for it safari zone for Pokemon that you didn't get in the Mm -hmm. main Mm -hmm. island. And it's like, okay, but none of these are new except the Slowpoke. Right. Yes. None of them were new Pokemon. Except Kubfu. Kubfu and uh, uh, Urshifu. Yeah, Urshifu. Uh, Urshifu, Urshi, Urshifu. I'm not sure where the the uh, the emphasis on the syllable is in that. Those um, were cool for like a day. I, I still think that, their typing is very interesting. Still, uh, water fighting is not very common. Neither is fighting dark. Uh, both of them have their own uses as far as metagame are concerned. Uh, but the the they really missed out on opportunity. I I, I like Alola region. Specific uh, the the Alola, uh, the Alola form and the uh, Galarian form, I think, is a, a fine reintroduction of, of, of different characters. I I was a that is something we haven't touched on as far as uh, the Pokemon that have been added, the original Pokemon from this game. I think that a vast majority of them were successful as far as adding Pokemon to the to the national decks. Um, We've talked about this before. I think that their introduction of region-specific versions of existing Pokemon is them ex- extending the timeline between now and when they actually reach the thousandth Pokemon. Um, I think it, it is something that I'm not that I don't object to. They have not ventured beyond. No, they did in this game. They they did their first second-gen second version, right? Before before this one, the only secondary versions were for the original 151. In this one, they did Zigzagoon, Linoon, and then Obstagoon, who... <clears throat> Looks ridiculous. You know, I, I've got mixed feelings about it. I thought... I like Zigzagoon, and... One of the things that the missteps was definitely hitting Punk so hard uh, in this in this game. I, I did not enjoy that very much. Uh Oh, I thought you'd love punk. You know, love punk. Yeah, oh yeah. I do, I do Sorry, like punk rock. <clears throat> I do like a certain degree of punk, I suppose, but as a basis for a Pokemon game, not exactly what I'm looking for. And you know, it could just be me, but I think that uh, ob- uh, objectively, it was a very odd way to go. Well, I like. At first, I kind of was like, oh, there's a gym, you know, kind of like a, the bad boys, mm-hmm. you know, of the region who 
weren't even bad guys. That's right. That, that's another like, thing. There was no, there was no conflict in this game outside of the main villain dude. Like, Team Yell were just rowdy fans. Literally, that is all that they were. There was no. I mean, all that they were trying to be like, oh, they're, like they're hooligans, like soccer hooligans. But it's like, yeah, yeah but which I you get. Swing and a miss though with it. Which yeah, which I get. But like, that's how is that your main villain? <laughs> I know hooligans are are, are, are are rough and tumble sorts of fellas, but but they are not in this game. They're just like, hey, hey boo! Like one of them has like a vuvuzela. They do, and it's like, and all they do is yell, and they throw out zigzagoons, zigzagoons, and that's about it. Really, just zigzagoons and and uh, uh, blindings. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean. Even your like second rival, Bead or BD or whatever, BD I think, I think was BD. terrible. Not fleshed out at all. I mean, just kind of like, why are we supposed to not like this person? Is it because they're competing? Like, yeah, his his flip at the very end was I don't think deserved really when it was like I'm not worth it or whatever his story was uh in the end it was just it it was under delivered in things that were not related to pokemon which is you know why why it's still a good game that's why it's still a good game because the game portion of it the actual fighting the world itself i think were pretty well done it's just that the 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 filler between the the battles was non-existent basically it was like you walked you caught pokemon and you went and you battled someone there was no there was no puzzle solving there's nothing like the pokemon games just have puzzles in them that you had to figure out they had a well, little bit of that i am hoping but uh, which i think we're getting to good segue is is the new upcoming on the 22nd 22nd of october uh simultaneous release worldwide yeah that that the uh, was it the Crown Tundra? Crown Tundra. I always want to call it the Frozen Tundra because uh, Chris, uh, oh, what's it? Oh, the guy who used to do Chris Collinsworth. Uh, no, he's currently no. Wow, I'm blanking. You Whatever. Are. Anyway, uh, the good thing of the Frozen Tundra, you know, up in Lambo. So I keep calling it the Frozen Tundra, but it's the uh-huh. Crown Tundra. Crown Tundra. But two new Reggies in Two it. new Reggies. Looks like Dragon and Electric from just looking at them. Is what I Did think. you see their, uh, I don't think it's their dex entry, but their descriptions? I did. Why they look the way they are? No, I it's did pretty not. good. The Electric one has those rings on it mm-hmm. or bands because they restrict its power because apparently it used to like cause havoc mm-hmm. in that region. So they were able to get those bands on to limit its power. And supposedly, Reggie Drago, which is the dragon, mm-hmm. was trying to build a full, like, dragon around it. But it only got the head. Hmm. But I'm hoping they'll actually put some puzzles in it this time, which it looks like they do. It's got the possibility because there are like giant places that you can go into. 
my question is, is will they release the rest of the Pokemon of the world in this one? Because they've gotten pretty close. I mean, they have a lot of Pokemon in these two, in the game, in the expansion pack so far. Well, I think there is 113 or so missing still. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, there is. they have already confirmed through trailers and, and interviews and stuff that at least 80 of them are coming back. But they the others are actually in the code for this coming up. So, maybe. But supposedly, it's like Calyrex, the... the Little bunny with, you know, big emeralds. Looks like a deer to me, but bunny, all right. Well, yeah, it kind of looks like a bunny. It's like a bunny deer, but, like a deer bunny or something. Maybe like a deer. Apparently through like a data mine, uh-huh. you can give that a... Uh, it can fuse with two unnamed Pokemon, I think. Like, much like a... Much like Kyurem and uh, Reshiram and Zekrom. Uh, Resh- Reshiram and, and uh, Zekrom. Zekrom? Zekrom? That's, the, that's one of the dragons. Right. Reshiram, Zekrom, and R- Kyurem was the one who would be able to form with them in Black 2, White 2. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about that yet, but it's been Necrozma. seen in the code that that could happen. Also, Necrozma with. Lunala and Solegio. Sol Soleglio in So Galio. So Galio in uh Alola region. But we'll see. I, I think I'll be interested to see how tough this story is, because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously since it's a DLC so late, I mean most people have level one hundreds or high level Pokemon at this point. Because it's right. really right. easy to power up in this one, which is why it might be, which is why it might be uh, more of a puzzle-based one. That would be interesting if they, if since they know that people are going to have strong Pokemon, maybe they make it more of a cerebral expansion pack. Uh, I think that's. I think we're probably anticip- we're probably expecting too much out of it. Probably is what it's going to end up being. Um, well, I mean, there's you can catch every single legendary Pokemon from every previous game. Is what it said right. through through that uh, raid den. It was it was some sort of like a, a den adventure or or it said something about it's something that you participate with other people. Uh, so me it? so me and you we'll just do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do it with two it. NPCs. Who? Wow, it's hard to win anything in a raid battle with NPCs. What you, you don't like the stunfisk? It's in like every other one. Yeah, I really don't like the yeah Stunfisk or uh, Wobbuffet when they oh. never get targeted, and he just keeps using counter. And you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, one thing that that I didn't see is no longer a concern is is they are releasing an all all included pack um, with with the DLC included with the main game. It is ninety dollars though, so at least we didn't overpay for our. DLC. I, yeah, I just, I purchased both, I think, uh, I mean, back I, when I got. I, pr- I pre-purchased both, the, like, the day after yeah. they were announced. I yeah, it, I think it took me it. a little longer than that. But I did, I did get them both, so I'm, like, looking forward to it. And I think it's a very interesting thing that we're going to have, uh, 
like region based legendaries. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we didn't touch on. Yeah, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres are getting Galarian forms, which I think look pretty neat. Uh, I believe, and they, I think they did a good job of making them look similar, Mm -hmm. but are just totally different. Totally different. Uh, uh, I mean, Moltres kind of looks like you just put a, a, a filter on him a little bit. I think that Articuno is probably the most successful of them, just at a, at a cursory glance. I think that that one is still in the form of Articuno without being the same. Uh, Zapdos is still pretty cool as well. Uh, well, it's just a roadrunner. It's just a roadrunner. Uh, one <laughs> thing that, that this is a heavy inference, that this is a, a, a pretty big leap that I'm making here, but from the uh, promo video that they released last week, uh, it looks like they may be going back to an old uh, trope of the games where you have the wandering legendary. I think that they may actually be doing that with these Galarian uh, Articuno's and well, Moltres. Well, you did see the Articuno just exactly. kind of flying. That is, what yeah. I was, that is what I'm referencing specifically, which would be a very interesting twist in an open world version of the game where you can actually see Pokemon. I, I would not... Uh, I think that would be interesting. Uh, it's very similar to... Uh, getting a really high uh, catch streak in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee when you're like flying around or whatever. You get a high catch streak, you start seeing more interesting Pokemon appear and you can actually get legendaries to appear that way as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see like, but... you know, especially if it, because it, it looked like it was flying real high. So I don't know if like maybe a puzzle part comes into that where you have to, do something for him to come down or sorry, him, sorry, it, it, uh, like genderless, so always genderless. Unless yeah, it's, unless it's shame, shaman, right? Unless it's shaman. Shaman's female, always female. That's right. Shaman and Manaphy. And he, he trans can right. have a gender, but they can't, they can't, uh, yeah. I did not know that I, he trans could have gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm schooling you today. Yeah, yeah, you got me on one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's one more than I ever thought I would. But I'm looking forward to it. I'd say right now the game is probably uh, passable. Like, if you love Pokemon, it's fun. If you're new to Pokemon, it's it's also fun. Mm-hmm. But it also leaves that more to be desired. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it is the first Pokemon game. I've been back for since uh, like actually purchased and played through mm. like couldn't put it down almost since I think platinum was the last one. I actually like played wow, through the whole that, game. That is a while. Uh, well, I didn't like, I didn't like uh, X and Y I've played them, but like, I thought those were pretty good games. Actually, the Carlos region. I thought that that was one where a, the story is actually, Somewhat interesting, I thought. Am um, I thinking? I thought I, maybe I'm thinking of black. And you white. might be thinking of black. One and of them, white. Those are a little bit more forgettable. Um, which is the one set in the like New York? Is that black and white? Let's see. The the uh, X and Y are the Kalos region, which is France. Okay, then I was thinking you might that be thinking of the the Unova region black and, is black and white. Uh, yeah, which is New supposedly York New York City. Maybe there there is one that is. I mean, the center. I can't remember the name of the city is there, but there is a center island where there is a city. I did not get the New York City vibe from it. 
Uh, but it has been a while since I played that game. So, uh, yeah, those were somewhat forgettable. I, you know, those are the starters that I can never remember from the Unova region. I can never <laughs> remember their starters, which is not a good sign. Um, but I, mean, I thought Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, you know, especially with I Platinum th- too. I thought those were platinum, fantastic. I think yeah, Diamond, Pearl, I, Platinum is is a very good game. I think uh, I think it is an improvement over Diamond and Pearl. Uh, Pearl was my first one back from from missing a couple. Uh, I did not. Play. I played all up until that point. Yeah, I I did not play Ruby, Sapphire, Sapphire and Emerald, which Emerald. is a big big miss during the time. Those are those are great. Emerald is a great game. Uh, oh, I fantastic. Emerald is a great game. That I would I I will say that that the Hoenn region maintains its status as probably the hardest uh, gym progression, uh, especially in those those original games. I'm not, I'm not so familiar with uh, uh, Omega Sapphire and Alpha. Is that right? Alpha. Is it? I think it's Alpha Sapphire. Alpha Sapphire Omega, Omega Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Um, but, but going back to, to Emerald, that fire gym, man, if you don't, if you don't get Swampert, even if you have Swampert, it's, it's a tough gym. Well, and it's, it's like the opposite of Kanto where it's like, I mean, you could just walk through Kanto blindfolded basically, mm-hmm. I mean, you especially can... if you pick a fire starter. Yeah. Cause or... you've, if, as long as you, well, water. No, 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 grass, grass, cause you get rock and water out of the way. Because uh, of grass being super effective against both, and then that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. It's fun. It's okay. I've Don't just worry. never had any issues playing through it in any whoever I chose. No, no, and especially with Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Okay, um, I'm not even counting those. That I mean, those those are literally children's games. Um, those are games for children. They're fine, I guess. Uh, but do you want to oh. give a do, do you want to give a rating here for Sword and Shield before the release of the final DLC? I'd say so far it's it's a seven pushing seven point five. If they made it a little more challenging, which could be in this DLC, I'd give it a solid eight. I you know currently you're you're about where I am. I was thinking seventy eight seventy nine out of a hundred. Uh, I think it's. I think that actually, I rate. I I would have rated it higher if we gave this review before the release of Owl of Armor. I think that that did. I think I've said that that did not add anything to the game really for me, uh, and it probably diluted the score a little bit. Probably would have given it eighty two or so before that the release of that DLC. We'll see how they go here on uh, the Crown Tundra. You know, fingers crossed. It's it's an improvement, and it, it gets these elements that I think are that are missing. Um, one of the issues that we still don't have the missing HMs. I think just takes so much of the element of what Pokemon was out of the game because you can't push around boulders anymore. That's all you wanted, though. You I just, just I want to push around boulders again. We'd all get that stupid Zigzagoon or whatever, and just teach it almost any HM. Yeah, that's right. You get you get, you get all something had that, that Pokemon cut it just, strength, flash, yeah. uh, and rock smash for the yeah. And he's just in your party at like a level two. And you're like, uh, it's like hey, he can smash through a rock. He's he can, pretty cool. He, he can cut down trees. He can push things. 
And then you have the water one later in the game where you have some of them where you had waterfall and whirlpool and dive all his necessary HMs. Then you just give it surfing. Like I can never, I can use you in a fire battle or a rock battle maybe, but and anything even, else. And even then, anything and even else, then I'm not picking you. I mean, I've got a mix of physical and special attacks here, so I can't even train it up well. Uh, that's getting really down in the weeds as far as Pokemon is concerned. But Last uh, thing I'll add about Pokemon things, Pokemon Home looks like mm-hmm. it's finally going to be able to take Pokemon from Pokemon Go, which is great for me because I've not played Go as much. I and I would like I to have some of those Pokemon in my mm-hmm. uh, shield. Yeah, we get a very special Melt Metal straight out the gate uh, by doing that. So, you know, that's always cool. I mean, it, you know, I, I think... I like free stuff. I don't really know how they're going to weigh it since it's CP points in Go. And then well, it's yeah, well. It, you know, Pokemon Home does have CP as a stat, though, uh, as well as the regular stats. So maybe we, we, I'm sure if you were digging deeply into it, you could figure out where all that stuff lies. Ah, uh, that's not me, man. I just like to speculate, and then when I'm wrong, I'll be like, ah, whatever. Well, I was just guessing. I was just guessing. You can't hold me to a guess. No way. Hey, that's the old uh, sports commentator's trick. You just be like, what? Well, I, I said I think. I didn't say I knew. I'm I, I'm paid to tell you what I think, or in our case, we're not even paid. Uh, not to be right. Hey, that's what I'm here for, to give you talking points about how bad my predictions always are. Boy, I remember one year where I had, where we did the NFL, and I had the Vikings going like 15 and, like 16 and 1 or something. That was insane. I forgot. Yeah, you did. That was bad. That was that was an oversight on my part because I was just going through the games one by one. And I'm pretty sure I gave gave every coin toss to the Vikings for some reason. Ugh, glad we didn't have to do that for this year. Still could. It's still early. We'll get the three quarters estimations. Colts are good. <laughs> that could be our thing. Oh wait, half, we didn't, halfway we to point. Talk about the NFL in, in any sort of specificity. Well, maybe we can do that next time. We'll do that next time. We'll do that we'll, next time. We'll do, and, we'll do more researches. And we'll cover your Avengers review as well. Oh, it's it's a hot take, people. It's a hot, hot take, take, all two people listening. There's two. Oh, is it like, well, we don't listen me and, to it. So me, and, me and you. So are you counting, I don't listen. Are you counting this recording as the listen then? Yeah. Okay. That's one. That makes sense. Uh, otherwise, it doesn't because I know you don't listen. Uh, I probably won't even listen to this myself because I'm just going to throw it up on the internet after I trim it at the end and put in our our interstitials. Boom. And that's where you put it. That's right at the end. Bye-bye. Yeah, we don't know how to do this anymore. Uh, Do you want to have – what's a sign-off? What's a good sign-off? Until next time, we'll see you next time. Uh, And as always – Have a good night. That's actually not bad.